Hi, I'm Bruce Rodriguez. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Philippine shares outperformed the rest of the region following Tuesday's sell-off. The details from Michelle Ong. Philippine shares rallied back above 7,800 on Wednesday, bouncing back from the heavy sell-off triggered by the MSCI rebalancing in the previous session. BPI Security says the Philippines has already been sold off dramatically that this relief balance comes. And this in turn will benefit Frutas, which debuts on Friday. Our view is that uh, you know that the market is probably uh, due for a bit of a rally. So, uh, you know, rising tide lifts all boats. It wouldn't be surprised me if if uh, if you could see if you see uh, a lot of stocks moving up. It also helped that Wall Street rose to another record in the previous session after President Donald Trump's pronouncement they are in the final throes of a trade deal with China. Although BPI Securities doesn't think this is sustainable. A lot of the issues are uh, structural. It's not easy to just. Uh, to change a lot of the things that uh, the U.S. is asking for from China. So we're, our, our base case is that uh, a trade deal is still unlikely. Uh, a sharp change in, in the, the trade agreement uh, is unlikely even before the election. In corporate stories, BPI Family Savings has exceeded its target 2 billion pesos for its maiden bond issue due to strong demand from both institutional and retail investors. The bank priced its bonds at 4.3%. The bond will be listed at the PDEX on December 16th. Meanwhile, AC Energy has launched the world's first ever dollar-denominated fixed-for-life green bond. That's a fixed coupon of 5.65% for an aggregate amount of $400 million. The bonds are listed under the ASEAN Green Bond Standard, meaning they will support sustainable and green investments. Proceeds will be used to boost the group's renewable drive, which includes adding well over 1,000 megawatts of renewables capacity next year. As of November, AC Energy has a net attributable capacity of over 1,600 megawatts, of which 600 megawatts is from renewable sources. Still on ASEAN bonds, Arthur Land, controlled by the Poe family, which is also behind Shakey's Pizza, has gotten the SEC's approval for the issuance of up to 6 billion pesos in bonds. 3 billion of which will be ASEAN green bonds. With all the fundraising happening, could this be a reliable indicator of investor bullishness and readiness to invest big? If so, how soon before these trickle down and manifest in the GDP print? Capital expenditure is one of the closely watched indicators of uh, business confidence and, and a bullish uh, outlook on the uh, economy. So we are um, uh, optimistic that this is going to be rolling on next year. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. Major Philippine Bank RCBC believes another policy rate adjustment by year end isn't off the table as it lowers its growth forecast for the country. As Ron Cruz tells us, the local lender is also taking steps to spur economic growth in the Philippines. Philippine Lender Rizal Commercial Banking Corporation, or RCBC, revises its forecast for Philippine growth for all of 2019. From 6.2 percent, it's now down to 6. Mike Ricafort of RCBC says this provides some leeway in case the economy's growth gets affected by delays in the approval of the 2020 national budget. He warns another impasse would again result in slow government and infrastructure spending. There should be... Uh, 
an earlier approval on the national budget. Because the national budget itself, the delay early this year, accounted for uh, a decline of 100 basis points on GDP. Meaning we should have been growing, uh, well, at least for the first half, higher by 100 basis points, or that's about 6.5 rather than 5.5. Ricafort, meanwhile, isn't discounting the possibility the Philippine Central Bank might cut policy rates again during its December 12 meeting. He says they will be watching for the growth drivers, including bank loans, which has been growing at 10.5% from 15 to 17% in previous years. In a bid to promote financial inclusion to spur economic growth, RCBC aims to acquire 1 million new-to-bank accounts in 2020 as it launches its own virtual banking service called Discartec. Aside from partnering with the Trade Department, RCBC signed an agreement with the country's League of Villages to adopt Discartec as a growth enabler and capacity-building measure for micro-enterprises in every barangay and its constituents. The whole idea is that once we implement or deploy this car tech, it will now be at the grassroots level. So the one who will implement or initiate uh, or trigger the actual um, customer onboarding will be at the barangay level. So because that is the way to go. RCBC is also set to launch its virtual banking platform that would help the lender capture other segments of the banking public by January 2020. RCBC joins Union Bank, ING, and CIMB in setting up virtual banking operations in the Philippines. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. A senior economist from ING Bank also not ruling out further easing from the Philippine Central Bank. ING Bank's Nicolas Mapa detecting a dovish tone from Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno, who said the monetary authority will be more confident to do something if the expected uptick in inflation does not materialize. MAPA also expects the central bank to cut policy rates further in early 2020 if the expected rebound in headline inflation remains close to 3%. Diokna earlier this month said there would be no more interest rate cuts this year. The Philippine government weighing the possibility of taking control of the energy grid from the National Power Grid Corporation. That is, amid concerns the country's energy infrastructure may be compromised by supposed access by China. Warren de Guzman reports. The Duterte administration may soon intervene in the long-running dispute between the privately held National Grid Corporation and the state-owned National Transmission Corporation. Amid reports, NGCP partner, the State Grid Corporation of China, has the ability to remotely shut down the Philippines' energy system. This is one of the onerous contracts that we have submitted and we are reviewing. The system operation is being uh, handled by NGCP. Uh, we see that there is a need to separate that and transfer take control of the system operation uh, so that we can have a check and balance set up. NGCP and Transco, alongside the Power Sector Assets and Liabilities Management Corporation, have been in arbitration since 2017. The proceedings are confidential, but there are many issues of contention, including the NGCP's setup of communications facilities and attempts to participate in the telecom sector. The latest issue, a scare over reported repairs on the Philippine energy grid remotely done from China, which has led to fears of a possible shutdown by Beijing. This has spooked Senator Riza Ontiveros, who is calling for for an official probe. Kailangan naming siguruhin kung nakapag-implement na ba ng technical safeguard mm -hmm. 
para maiwasan yung anumang foreign interference o kaya pagsabotahe pa ng, mm. ng ating national security, okay. national electricity grid. Retired Philippine Supreme Court Justice Antonio Carpio is also concerned. Carpio is a known critic of the Duterte administration's policies regarding China. And he says the Chinese having a hand in maintaining the country's power lines and sole transmission service provider could threaten national security. Transco President Melvin Magtibag says NGCP has taken several steps to ensure it and and its Chinese partners' control of the grid cannot be removed easily. Yung po mga European at American equipment na nakalagay dyan, pinalitan nila ng Chinese na equipment, na Chinese na, na software, mm -hmm. na ang nakakaintindi lang po ay China kasi ang nakasulat lang po na instruction at manual ay nasa salitang intik po. Kung maalala po nyo noon, nung panahon po ni Pangulo Aquino noon, yung administration nila, naging issue na yan. Transco also claims NGCP has more Chinese board members than Filipinos. NGCP, which is also run by Henry C. Jr.'s Monte Oro Grid and Robert Coyuto's Calaca High Power, denies the allegations. NGCP is a Filipino corporation. The participation of the state grid of China here is only limited to their board representation, commensurate to their 40% stake. Our system operation is disconnected from the virtual private network or uh, the internet. And remote users cannot connect to this system. The NGCP says it is ready and willing to submit itself to audit at any time, confident it will be absolved of any wrongdoing. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. Now, aside from security concerns, the country's power sector also suffering from thin reserves. As Alvin El Chico tells us, the Luzon grid was placed on yellow alert for the third time this week. The Philippine Energy and Finance Departments have finished the implementing rules of the much-anticipated Murang Kuryente Act or the Cheaper Power Rates Law. The measure allots 208 billion pesos from the Malampaya Fund to cover hundreds of billions of stranded costs and debts incurred by the National Power Corporation over the years. These amounts are slowly being passed to all customers in the form of universal charges in the monthly electricity bill. Kasalanan ng mga nakaraan ay dapat hindi ipasa sa ating mga consumer. Uh, minarapat na ng pamahalaan na ipasa yung murang kuryente. But the current universal charge of 9 centavos being paid by consumers nationwide will not be included in the coverage of the law. What will be paid using the Malampaya funds are the pending petitions for recovery sought by the Power Sector Assets and Liabilities Management Corporation. These amount to around 86 centavos per kilowatt hour. Kung wala yung murang kuryente act, ma maraming nakapending na submitted for resolution na maaaring kung didesisyonan namin ngayon, mapapataw dapat ng 2020. Eh dahil nga may murang kuryente act, hindi na siya ipapataw. The country's biggest power distributor, Maralco, suggests the inclusion in the law of the universal charge included in the current bill. We are suggesting that to give consumers immediate relief from the universal charge which, ha which has been collected for several years already, um, that the current charges also be funded. Meanwhile, for the third straight day, a yellow alert was again declared Wednesday in the Luzon grid due to thin power reserve. Four major power plants went on emergency shutdown, aside from a number of facilities that are also unscheduled maintenance work. Usually, pag yellow alert, ang nakita natin epekto ay tumataas ang presyo sa spot market.
The effect of the series of the yellow alerts this week will be felt in the January 2020 Bill of Consumers. Alvin El Chico, ABS-CBN News. And that is Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive contents of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.